You are listening to a Where is the Line shit show. An unfortunate aberration in quality, length, and content. Conceived only for the purpose of releasing more than one show each month. But don't worry, it's still fucked up. Hey son, have you heard of the dark one? The choice is so easy to make. Just open your heart to the dark one. The way of the devil is great. So let's all drink blood now. So now let's all drink blood. So let's all drink blood now. Now, now, now. Thank you for listening to the first ever where is the line shit show a lot of podcasts might call these mini episodes but we're just going to call it what it is it's a lower quality version of our regular show we are your hosts my name is samantha and with me today is my bestest friend kevin say something disturbing kevin the sack was uncrinkling oh my (laughs) (laughs) so for our first shit show we're going to be talking about a couple of chickens That just refused to die. A truly inspirational story. (laughs) We've known for a long time that the physical makeup of chickens, particularly the location of their brainstem, can lead to the continuance of life even after an apparent decapitation. There was even one instance in which a sideshow of some sort came into a Kansas town uh, with their miracle headless chicken. And this was back in the late 1800s. But this sideshow left town early because a a local cook named Albert Spacey came by the show. Uh, He took a look at their headless chicken, felt like he could make one himself. And uh, a couple hours later, came back with his own still alive headless chicken. Oh, my God. Yeah. And so the sideshow left out of town. Uh, so there's there's a long <laughs> there's a long history of living headless chickens in the U.S. Yes, uh, apparently there's two in particular that we're going to be talking about, and their names are Lazarus and Mike. Beautiful. I think a lot of people might have heard of Mike the headless chicken. Had you heard of Mike the headless chicken before this? I had. I think he's probably the most famous in America, but I had. Had you heard of Lazarus? No, I had not. I had not either. And I just came acro- I came across Lazarus while I was looking into Mike. Uh, but we're going to start with Mike. So uh, Mike's headlessness began on September 10th, 1945, uh, in a town called Fruta, Colorado. Mike was uh, owned by Lloyd and Clara Olson. And Clara's mother is going to come over for dinner on this day. That's right. And Clara tells Lloyd, oh, we need to cook a chicken for my mom. So Lloyd, trying to please his mother-in-law, uh, goes outside and grabs a chicken. And the thing is, what started this whole fucking thing was the mother-in-law. Because the mother-in-law had a thing for chicken necks. Really? Yep. Okay, I didn't know that. Have you ever eaten a chicken neck? Yes, actually, uh, coming from the country, I have chewed on a chicken neck. Really? Yes. Is it like somebody cooked a whole chicken and like you just, how do you eat a chicken neck? Uh, yeah, no. Uh, in this case, it was uh, my grandparents had a, you know, they had chickens and they killed them themselves. Ugh, breaks my heart. But yeah, just you cook the whole chicken, well, minus the head, but 
the next stob is still left on. And to me, after being cooked, it's got a, a nice piece of skin on it, kind of like the chicken butt, which I also like to eat. Um, I like to slice off that butt piece and chew on it because um, you like you like to chew chicken butts. Is yeah. that what you said? Like, yeah, yeah. How do you identify the butt of well, the chicken? Come on, you know which is. They don't the... have like. I mean, I know where you know. No, I know. But are you talking about like the chicken anus? Uh, you chew on a chicken anus? It's not so much the anus, but like kind of like a almost like their tailbone butt flap over their butt. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's got like a nice. It's like a nice piece of skin. It's over. like a like a little tail that hangs. I, I don't really know a lot about yeah. chicken anatomy. Well, if you were to see a chicken with all of its feathers removed, it does look like it has like um, a little tail. That's like a flappy piece of skin, and it tastes really good. Okay, I hate to say it, but it's not like the butthole. No. You're no, not. No, I'm not eating the butthole. on the butthole. No, it'd okay. be like a. I equate it to chewing on a human's uh, butt cheeks. You know what I mean? <laughs> what? <laughs> if you were ever. That's what I liken it to. I'm not going to chew on a human's anus. Well, but chickens don't have butt cheeks. It's, no, I know, but... It's like some kind of... It's like a mud flap over the butthole. Okay, that's a great way to put it. It's like chewing on the mud flap over their butthole. And it's got a lot of flavor in it. Well, <laughs> it didn't take us long to get sidetracked on chicken butthole mud flaps. Okay. Mm-hmm. So... So the mother-in-law, yeah, she Lloyd, liked chicken necks. Lloyd Olson's mother-in-law liked chicken necks. She's coming over. Lloyd decides that he's going to, uh, he knows this mother-in-law likes the chicken neck, so he's going to behead this chicken in such a way to leave as much of the neck as possible. <laughs> uh, so uh, he cuts the chicken's head off, and he actually does cut the chicken's head off way up high. And like a lot of chickens do when they get beheaded, it ran around for a minute, uh, and then it just kept running around. <laughs> yeah. And it never stopped running around. <laughs> So, <laughs> it's so sad that, so, this chicken just never dies, and, and Lloyd's just kind of watching this, a little amazed that this is going on, right. so he just decides that we'll just see how long this plays out, and uh, he eventually ends up having to go to bed that night with this uh, headless chicken still running around in the yard. Oh my god. <laughs> and this is a detail, so he wakes up the next morning, and this is a detail that sounds like it may not be true. Mm-hmm. But there's no way really to verify whether this is true or not. So Lloyd says that he gets up the next morning and goes outside to see if this chicken is still alive. And uh, he finds Mike, the newly headless chicken, asleep in his coop with his own head under his wing. What? (laughs) That's what he said. (laughs) So... So according to Lloyd, uh, this scene was uh, a a very powerful scene to him. And so he felt like if this chicken uh, had the kind of gumption to make it through having his head cut off, uh, he was just going to take care of him. So he starts feeding Mike, the headless chicken, uh, with an eyedropper. Uh, He feeds it some uh, mushed up corn, I believe is what they were doing. Mm -hmm. And And, uh, wasn't Mike still showing signs of trying to preen and peck at the ground? Uh, yeah. Uh, Mike, even though he didn't have a head, he, he was trying to peck at the ground, and he was even trying to uh, crow. Is that what you call that? Yes. Crowing? But apparently his vocal cords didn't make it really well, so they said that it was more like a gargling sound. Yeah, that really makes me so sad. So after about a week, Mike's getting uh, quite a bit of attention here in Fruta, Colorado, and the story's kind of spreading around. P- 
people that haven't seen it are not believing it. They're just not fucking buying it. Right. So uh, Lloyd actually takes Mike to the University of Utah in Salt Lake City. And some of the medical professionals there take a look at Mike. Yeah. And uh, to figure out what's going on here with this chicken that's still alive running around with no head. And it turns out the way that Mike survived this was that when Lloyd dropped the hatchet down on his neck, it was up high enough that it left one of Mike's ears and the bottom part of his brainstem. Okay. Um, and the thing about, I had to look at, I had to look at uh, uh, chicken anatomy. <laughs> chicken anatomy. Me too. Earlier today, <laughs> uh, and so the the way the reason that the, that this can happen to chickens, uh, where it wouldn't happen with a lot of other creatures, is that the chicken's jugular veins taper off near the first vertebrae under the head. Okay. So if it had been one more vertebrae down, his jugular would have been completely open, and he would have bled to death. But because it was up around that first vertebrae, the jugular vein is thin enough at that point yeah. that the blood doesn't just gush out like it would if I cut your head off. Right. And also, and on top of that, you know, so there's still the carotid arteries mm-hmm. and Mike lucked up or maybe not, depending <laughs> on how you want to look at it. Uh, he had a blood clot uh, in one of those. And yeah. so that kept some blood in too. Mm-hmm. So uh, now we have a verified... Still living, headless chicken, and uh, Lloyd Olson does what anybody would do in this situation, goes on tour. Absolutely. And so uh, Mike (laughs) the Headless Chicken starts traveling around the country. Uh, He even ended up in Time Magazine. Yes. Uh, He took a trip to New York, all the way from Colorado, and uh, he made it in the Guinness Book of World Records, too. That's right. And Mike the Headless Chicken lived for 18 months months without a head he sure did (laughs) (laughs) that's an excellent commentary (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry i'm amazed you know in at least one of the sideshows that mike the headless chicken was a part of Mm -hmm. there was a two-headed baby that was also an attraction i saw that did you ever see a picture of the two-headed baby no so I don't know if it really was a two-headed baby, but it yeah. could be because that happens. Well, and you know, and that's the thing about these fucking shit shows is that if this was one of the regular shows, I would be fucking obsessing over it until I found a picture of that goddamn two-headed baby. But I can't do that. Exactly. Got to move on. Exactly. I mean, not not like move on with the story right now, but I can't I can't let myself spend like three days looking for verification that Mike the Headless Chicken went on tour with it. Two-headed baby. I know. So Mike uh, travels around. And then, you know, at the end of this 18 months, like a lot of the country's great celebrities, Jim Morrison, Janis Mm -hmm. Joplin, Mama Cass comes to mind. Absolutely. (laughs) Mike was taken from this world too soon uh, while on tour out in the Arizona desert. (laughs) Miracle Mike, as a lot of people started referring to him. Mm Mm-hmm. I uh, was in a hotel room with his owner, Lloyd, and uh, oh, he started choking. Uh, I've heard maybe it was on a piece of corn. Right. Possibly yeah. a little kernel of corn Yeah, that he and had gotten a hold of. Lloyd was unable to dislodge this kernel of corn before Miracle Mike passed away. That breaks my heart. That's chicken number one. (laughs) (laughs) Chicken number two, Lazarus. Lazarus. 
I was actually pretty excited about this one yeah. because uh, I'd never heard of Lazarus before. Nor have I. That's a great name for a chicken that, that won't is die. An excellent name for a chicken that won't give up. Was he already named Lazarus? Oh no, that came later. Okay, I he didn't have a name at all yeah. to start with. He was a he was a grocery store chicken. That's right. Uh, so in April 1949, uh, a few years after uh, the Mike the Headless Chicken incident, uh, a woman named Martha Green went to her local feed store to get a whole chicken that she was going to cook for dinner. And at this feed store, uh, chickens are remarkably fresh. They're alive until you say you want one. And then the butcher lops their heads off and they go home with you to get cooked. Right. So Martha goes to this feed store. She orders a chicken. He gets his head cut off. And she goes home with this chicken. <laughs> <laughs> So this is going to be probably a scarier story than the Mike story. I think so. Because she gets home. She puts this uh, newly dead headless chicken in her sink. She starts unloading some groceries. Uh, She left this chicken in the sink because she was going to come back and start plucking out the feathers in a minute. Right. And she started noticing some movement in the sink. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) At first, because she still had it in the bag. And so she thought that this sack was just uncrinkling. Oh, yeah. But then this chicken with no head pops out of the bag and jumps up on the sink (laughs) and starts trying to crow. Oh, my God. And Martha Green flipped her shit. (laughs) Because Martha Green's a little bit unhinged anyway. Okay. Um, Because there's some quotes from her that are just... Really, Martha? Like, you're taking this chicken thing a little seriously. Really? But Martha, a lot like Lloyd from the from Mike's story, uh, it felt like this chicken, it's will to live with such that she just needed to take care of it and help along. So, so uh, like Lloyd, she started feeding her chicken. I'm not sure how I feel about one of the things that she was feeding her chicken, though. What was it? She was mixing eggs and water into a eyedropper and squirting it down this chicken's neck. Oh. Eggs. Yeah. Of all the shit to feed the chicken. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, you know, same thing happens as it did with Mike. The word gets around. Everybody wants to see this headless chicken that Martha Green has. In an article, she even said, quote, the worst thing about it is that I can't hardly get any sleep. Everybody just keeps coming in. Why, even some of the movie stars were here Sunday. Well. Now, I'm not sure if I've mentioned that this happened in Los Angeles. Okay. So movie stars, it, they never made any mention of which movie stars it was. Mm-hmm. And this being a shit show, I can't go look that up now. But movie stars. What a great place to have a headless chicken. You're Los already in Angeles. LA. Yeah. yeah. California, uh, apparently even back in the late 1940s, was... Not as lax in its animal cruelty considerations Mm -hmm. as Colorado was at the time. So a lot of people are saying Lazarus needs to be killed. This is unnecessary suffering, which I, yeah, probably agree with that. I absolutely agree. Martha Green enters a court battle over whether or not she's allowed to keep Lazarus alive. Oh, God. (laughs) How'd that go? Well, uh, the first time it went all right. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> the first time uh, they told uh, Martha that she could keep her headless chicken for as long as she wanted to. Wow. Uh, yeah, but California wasn't just going to let this go. Yeah. So they drag her back into court again. The second court case, uh, I found a little uh, interesting article about it. It said, quote, Lazarus, who doubtless had never heard of the penal code of the state of California, was ordered brought into the court where a solemn judgment could be pronounced as to whether his refusal to die made Mrs. Green guilty of violating the laws made and provided in such cases and her conduct violative of the peace and dignity of the state of California. Right on. And in this second court case, Martha lost. And Lazarus the Headless Chicken was sentenced to die. Oh, God. They gave Martha Green 12 hours to put Lazarus out of his misery. Uh, the authorities, though, didn't think she was going to go through with it because uh, she seems a little bit loopy. Yeah. So they thought, we got to come over here and make sure that she actually does this. Right. Got to verify. And what happened, though, is that the authorities came over. Martha and these police officers were standing around Lazarus. Somebody's going to have to kill him. Oh, God. <laughs> and he just falls over dead. What? Yep. He died in front of the people who were there to make sure that she went through with this. Oh, it's like he knew. After Lazarus died, uh, she did an interview with uh, the local newspaper and she said, quote, All of a sudden, he just hung his neck and died. I got down on my knees and prayed. I prayed for America. <laughs> Sorry. I know that God put that rooster into the world and let him live for a purpose. I prayed that God might forgive us for what we had done. We're talking about two chickens today. Yes. But Mike the Headless Chicken is by far the most famous headless chicken in the history of the world. And in fact, Mike even has his own festival in his honor that is still carried on today in Fruta, Colorado. He sure does. And we had a conversation with an organizer of the Mike the Headless Chicken Festival. A delightful man named Tom. How are you doing today, Tom? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Oh, we're pretty good. Fantastic. So what can you tell us about the Mike the Headless Chicken Festival? What kind of things go on there? So we just got done celebrating our 21st anniversary of celebrating Mike's will to live. And every <laughs> year we do, we have entertainment. We have live entertainment that we that comes in. We have um, the Mike store, which is popular because everybody wants to buy a Mike the Headless Chicken t-shirt. Oh, we yeah. We do a disc golf we do a disc golf tournament. We do a 5K run. We do a, a wing eating contest for the adults, <laughs> and we do a peep we do a peep eating contest for kids. Um, <laughs> so I'm not oh a big fan of peeps. So it just makes me cringe every time I see those kids with just that blue or yellow. Just <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, god. So. <laughs> does so, everybody yeah, so we, does everybody do. make it a point to eat the heads off the peeps first? Uh, no, actually, I haven't really. <laughs> I think they're just more interested in, in being the be, being the winner. <laughs> of course. What do you think draws people to this, and why do you think that there's some people who seem to be so engrossed by the story of this chicken who lived without a head for 18 months? I think people are just attracted to the uniqueness and kind of the freakiness of it, where they can say, I've been to Mike the Headless Chicken Festival. Um, we get people from all over, all over the world that come to this festival and 
We had over 17,000 people the last two years. And I think it's just, they just want to be a part of that. I've been to Mike Douglas Chicken Festival because it's unique and interesting. And just to say that, it's a it's a great conversation starter. Yeah, if it was within driving distance from here, we would absolutely be there. Absolutely. <laughs> um. So, Tom, uh, I imagine that for some people, this might be considered a very macabre theme for a festival. Have you ever gotten any blowback for that? No, because we quickly redirect. You know, we're celebrating Mike's will to live. Yes. Um, <laughs> and he fought. He fought for eighteen months to to stay alive without a head. So we really drive home the um, celebrating his will to live and it's been very popular and I have not had any, uh, any, any negative um, feedback whatsoever. That's great. I think it's a beautiful story myself. <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> so a couple of things I forgot to mention is, is so we have the um, high plains poultry club does a poultry show mm-hmm. and they do chicken poop bingo. <laughs> oh my lord <laughs> so what they do is they put a, a chicken in a cage over a bingo board and if the chicken poops on your number you win a prize that's amazing <laughs> we have something similar around here the uh cow plop thing that the high schools do right uh, right <laughs> yeah they'll uh they'll kind of grid off the the high school football field and just put a cow out there and just wait till it poops and <laughs> you pay money oh, for nice. squares. Yeah, so it sounds similar to that. One last thing I wanted to ask you. Are you familiar with another headless chicken called Lazarus? I am not. Um, we focus on Mike, and I've heard <laughs> that there might be some other chickens out there, but this is this is our chicken. Mike's no. fruit is... To, to love and behold and to support. And uh, so that's that's what we focus on. And uh, we keep trying to make the festival bigger and better every year to let people know about our chicken, Mike. Of course, of course. <laughs> as far as I know, this is the only headless chicken festival on the guy. There's been a few headless chickens. But, uh, the, but by the way, Mike does predate Lazarus. So Lazarus right. might have been a copycat <laughs> chicken. Yeah. Yeah, and so we don't want to promote that either. We, we, don't, we don't want any. <laughs> no, no. People trying to trying to make their own mic. So yeah. Well, that's about all we had for you. Did you have anything else you you wanted to share about this festival that we might splice into this? <clears throat> Just so you know, our you know we have our website mikethechicken dot org, and uh, we're looking at uh, May thirtieth and thirty first for our twenty twenty dates. And so we don't have a theme yet. We're working on that. If you want to share the dates for us. For 2020, that'd be awesome. Absolutely, we will. Absolutely. Thank you so much for being with us today. Yeah, thank you, Tom. Absolutely. No no problem. And nobody accidentally called me Mike, because that usually happens when I do <laughs> interviews. <laughs> but no, thank you guys very much. Appreciate the time. We, we do appreciate the publicity. Absolutely. Yeah. It's our pleasure. Have a good day. Does this make you think differently about ever eating chicken again? Uh, no. I'm just wondering. Well, that's going to do it for our first ever. (laughs) (laughs) Where is the line shit show? If you enjoyed the show, maybe subscribe to the podcast, hop on iTunes, give us a review, 
If you didn't enjoy the podcast, maybe go back one and listen to another one first. Because the other ones are better than these. Oh, yes. Our standard full-length episodes that are released on the 13th of every month are much better than this. (laughs) We promise. Our theme song for the shit shows is Psalm 666 by Jim 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 Jim, the same band that does Monster Party for our regular show. Which everyone loves. We got a shout-out on another podcast prior to the 13th when the last episode was released, which we had already recorded. Uh, but we got a shout-out, a really nice shout-out from a, a podcast called Hollywood Crime Scene. Uh, and I, I don't think, I don't know how they heard our show, but they said some really nice things about it. And it did a wonders for our numbers. <laughs> They're kind of a big deal. And it's just amazing that they found us yeah. and listened yeah. and liked it. Yeah, and so uh, now uh, a couple of people suggested that we get a Patreon, and we did, and uh, we fucked it up real good because <laughs> we oh, don't yeah. know what we're doing. So, uh, Well, I think we have some very interesting uh, uh, perks to interesting offer. Interesting perks. Uh, if you'd like to uh, participate in movie night with me and Samantha, where we're going to stream ourselves watching horror movies once a month and uh, answer questions from people as they might arise, depending on whether or not we are really into the horror movie we're watching. Uh, <laughs> if you become a patron, you can do that. Uh, you can see the occasional awkward video from one or both of us. Uh, The first one I posted was me shoving envelopes into a mailbox. I don't know why I felt like that would be something I thought it was very entertaining. (laughs) We have a tier where you can get a a personalized message from me and Samantha. We did those and uh, we fucked them up pretty bad. (laughs) They were really cringy. They're cringy, but... uh... Kevin and I are working on our comfort in front of a camera. Yeah, we're just very awkward people, but um, (laughs) we're well-meaning. And um, I think those patrons probably will enjoy those videos. (laughs) Yeah, so if you want to get your own personalized greeting message before we become comfortable in front of a camera, now's the time. Yeah, you're one of... You want to get in on this, people. (laughs) Please, if you you get one, please don't share it with anybody because they really are awful. Yeah, this is super private. But uh, yeah, anyway, we're really happy that the uh, the Hollywood Crime Seed people said something about our little bitty show. Yeah. And uh, got us uh, quite a few more followers and listeners and reviews out of that. So uh, if you're if you're one of those people that's here from Hollywood Crime Scene, uh, don't be creepy about it, but maybe let them know we appreciate that if if you're friends with them we absolutely appreciate everything they've done for us (laughs) (laughs) yeah they they don't know how much they did for us because we but we had almost no listeners and then just all of a sudden anyway hey (laughs) well no i mean we had our our listeners that we have that were awesome of course what the hell am i going on about well that's it thank you all so much for listening the next shit show is going to come out on halloween Ooh, i love it Thank you all for listening. We'll see you again soon. Bye.